0: It's gonna be okay. Every little thing, gonna be alright.
1: It it's gonna be okay. That's the theme of this week's show. Step back from the ledge, pass fans. It's one loss. Yes. You know, Mr. Molly said it the best. Every little thing's gonna be all right. We still have the best to ever do it at the quarterback position. We still have the best to do it at the coaching position. The best to ever do it at the tight end position. Is not going to be out as long as we thought. That's correct. Uh huh. All right. So that's good news. Yes. Because looking at it, when it happened, obviously it was like our nightmare that we fear every week when we see that man child going across the middle happened. Well, you
2: know? I mean, in his reaction on the field is what, I mean, he was slapping the trainer on the arm. Yeah, he was. This is not, and I honestly had a tear in my beard.
1: That's true. Gang, welcome back to another edition of Patriots Rap 360, uh, weekly rudderless discussion on all things Patriots. I'm um, Mike Conley alongside me per usual, Jason Charella. But, uh, yeah, like we say, do not panic, Patriots fans, cause things are all right. Okay. And it doesn't matter that the officials are against the Patriots this season and, uh, they're really targeting, uh, Gronkowski. Right off, right, after. right off it. You know, why not call, uh, you know, call out the elephant in the room. I mean, it's pretty evident. Well, I think, and we, I'm wondering if it isn't, you know, the commish just back pulling the, string, uh, you know.
2: I mean, I just, I can't. I he seems even, to
1: me to be a petty guy. You know, I'm not
2: saying you're wrong, okay. But I just can't. I can't. I can't first. go there mentally because if I do, well, I mean, I, I I have to not. I, I can't get into the NFL anymore.
1: It's true. We can get there mentally. I mean, we we could, but we'll dismiss it just much like Bill Belichick dismisses it. And we are fans in the line of Belichickian. And, you know, we'll just dismiss it in the same way Brady does, you know? He was fuming. That's right. Oh, he was fuming. 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 Fuming even still the next day on
2: WDI. I know. And it took a while. And I don't think it's still ongoing. It is. And in fact, in in today's presser, it was still lingering. He never talks about the previous game in today but in today's press he did and that's an indication that it is still pissing him off and that's fine and i kind of like it and that's why i love this season it's not just the opponent it's the nfl as well
1: and and, f you to mr goodell and you know what like f you to parody it's if that's what you want suck it yeah the uh yeah it's fantastic i mean so we just have to take solace in the fact that uh we're the only one lost team in the afc a buy in the first round is still a possibility, and that's huge to get a bye in the first or second seed. I mean, granted, we don't have the tiebreaker now versus Denver, but Denver has two losses. Two, so yep. still, And I still believe they have to go at Arrowhead, right. and the Chiefs are playing in uh, spirited uh, football as of late. So that could be a loss for them, you know? And, yeah. Uh, I, there could be a loss in the future again, schedule. don't worry. About a ting. Yeah. It's true. It's true. We're still in the driver's seat here. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, you're and con- th- and the cop. says... And Gronk's in the cop. Yeah, well, you know, le- the key with him is to be <laughs> healthy for the playoffs. Yes. That's all. That's why, you to know? me,
2: it's. I think if if the playoffs were this next week, he'd be playing.
1: Well, you, you, I think so. W- well, I don't know. Because th- remember back in 2013, you know, when he had the arm and like... Well, you, you know what? I think because of that,
2: I, I mean, it's kind of... Isn't it interesting that he came out... With the him and his family had their statement, right, and it's interesting me. I mean that all to me lingers from the arm injury where they, I think that the family thought he came back too early. Yeah, so they get really involved when he gets injured. They do.
1: I really wish they'd take the season off, the Gronkowski family, just chill on the potty bus and just don't get involved in the team team affairs. Okay, because. The deal is, you, you know, don't send out a presser, whatever, you know, a joint, whatever that is. Just go the Patriot way. and Don't talk about it, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, just totally lie I I understand. I'm just saying. I think there's a little bit of something going on. I think the Gronk family is a little pissed about bringing him back too early on that arm injury.
1: Well, they didn't bring him back early. All indications were that he was destroying people in practice, and yet it was like, you ready to go? Nope, can't play in the game yet. Can't play in the game. So he really didn't come back till he was absolutely 100%.
2: I'm not saying, okay, I'm not, you're, de- you're defending the Patriots, and I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. I, I'm just saying that's what the family, uh, I think that that's what the family believes.
1: That he was brought back too soon.
2: Yes. Well, yeah. I'm not saying, uh, who knows? I mean, I mean
1: I, I, the reports were that he was using the arm to... Destroy people in practice back in the day. On in that 013 I remember, and then he he wasn't playing in the games.
2: Well, according to the NFL, so. he's still using that arm to destroy people. Wow, yeah, that was a terrible call. Ugh,
1: and crucial. I mean, tell me. Did this. you, t- you call for two offensive pass interference calls? Uh, uh,
2: not, not not not, not in, against the, in the Denver game. I think he's called sure. for six for the season.
1: Yeah, they said like five, but then I saw on ESPN today. I think that he has six. Yes, six. There's two other teams that have six. And twenty nine other teams that have five or less. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of those uh, are facts. Those
2: are facts. Right. I mean, so, I mean, here is the thing. I think that the NFL is trying to crack down on uh, offensive pass interference. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so in some ways, who I mean, you got Gronkowski, who's a beast. Okay, and his whole bread and butter is coming off the line five yards. Uh, we're gonna initiate contact, which is legal, right? Yeah, within five, five yards. The chuck zone. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, he chucks that guy five yards, <laughs> and then he says, "I'm open." Right. Of course. Yeah. If you engage Gronkowski within the first five yards, he's gonna be open, right? Because he's gonna throw you. And so, they're trying to crack down on this OPI offense, especially if you're a
1: safety. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Exactly. You have no trouble. So, I think with that, like, there, what, what better target than Gronkowski? to start throwing the flag and trying to um, initiate this new OPI idea. And the fact that the whole, you know, NFL hates the Patriots, so let's. Yeah,
1: I mean, and to me, it's like, it's all about, like, uh, you know, because Brady's obviously his quest is to just destroy the league this year and just, like, destroy parity in total. And for them to, like, retain parity, I think it's a signaling out of Rob Gronkowski. It's almost like what happened to Shaq, like, when he wouldn't get calls because he was too big, basically. And it's kind of like the reverse on him. He is getting calls on him because he's too big and physical well, and nobody can handle him what I want. Well, I also think that they're and also presenting matchup problems for the Patriots that they exploit and they don't want that to happen. Well, I think it's also the other way, too. I mean,
2: I think people are draped on him. He's not getting the calls either. You know, like he people interfering. But, like, because he's such a beast, it's like, what is interfering with the.
1: The man-child. Yeah. There's, there's a play in that giant game. I forget who tweeted it. Yes. Somebody tweeted out where well, he gets, like, tackled, yeah. mauled by two That's guys. Right. It's, it, it's insane. Yeah. And, and no call. And it's...
2: They bring it to... You know, I saw sad. the replays of all six of his OPIs. Yeah. Uh, uh, passing appearances, And mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's kind of a joke. It's kind of a joke. And, like, he's not even, like... Uh, he's not even, like, fully... It's, like, reaching out and, like... Straight arming somebody on your break, okay. Mm. That's that's offensive pass interference. When you're being engaged in the first five yards, and you throw it, and, and, and yeah. you chuck them for five, that that's just you I'm sorry, you just don't match up against that kind of animal. You know, yeah. And by I, the way, and uh, the, the same thing was happening uh, with, with the Broncos on, on on defense. Like they were pushing off, like, but because of the size of the individual, it's not being called.
1: Yeah, Owen Daniels is certainly not Gronkowski. Right. You know, he made some big catches, them though. Yeah, uh, he was kind of a thorn in the side, as well as Sanders, who had a hundred yards, over a hundred yards receiving. Um, but
2: well, and a lot of that came in the fourth quarter on that last drive. You know, there was a couple big bombs laid yeah. out there. That
1: um, he also had. Yeah, well, on that final drive where they went ahead, um, the. They had that big bomb to Damaris Thomas, which was his first catch of the game, because Logan Ryan did a pretty good job on him all day. Yeah, he did. And uh, and then they had the bomb, like, right after that to Sanders, you know. So it was actually, like, they went down too quick, you know, yeah. and with those two big chunk plays. Uh, Detroit, and that was, you know, turned out to be too much time on the clock, and obviously we came down. Uh, and Ghost uh, did his thing. But let's just kind of go back chronologically through the game. It's some things that happened. And, you know, obviously, Gronk was Gronk on that first drive. Ugh.
2: Again, yeah. the Patriots open up every game with a can of whoop-ass.
1: Yeah. They do. And it's like the... um. It, one-on-one. How have people gotten them one-on-one? I don't understand. You know everybody in the stadium knows where the ball's going. If 87 is split wide and, and like, accompanied by one guy. Single.
2: Single coverage on the we'll first drive. It. We'll I, take it. I, I was like, first series? Like, that's the that, – going into the game, that was our biggest fear. We, obviously, mm-hmm. all the injuries we were like, okay, they're just going to take a, uh, Gronk out of the game. First series. Like Buffalo did. He, he rolls down the field, single coverage. Okay. Yeah. Well, is this is what it's going to be like.
1: Yeah, mm. man. Mm. But, uh, you know, then it was like later in the first, then I thought it was going to be that the Broncos were in for a long night. Because then on one play, they lost two of their defensive starters, uh, and TJ Ward, yeah. who, who I wasn't sad to see go, seeing how he's the guy that knocked out Gronk years ago, uh, with the knee injury, and Sylvester Williams. So I was thinking, all right, this, this, this could be a long one, you know? But, um, you know, and then, then. We get into the second quarter, and uh, it was that nice, what I like to call the uh, Chandler drive, where uh, Jabal Sheard tipped the pass in the air, and then Chandler Jones got his first career pick. Mm-hmm. That was a sick play. Mm-hmm. He's a sick player. And then uh, that would like, set him up at to t- uh, 29, and then, boom, to Scott Chandler yep. for the TD put us up 14 nothing. So that's when I was thinking, okay, they got two defensive starters up. I was 14 nothing. Were you shocked? Because I was. Uh, I don't know if I was shocked. And nothing was shocked. shocks me with this team. I, nothing shocked me with this. I team. get it. They, they jump out to a lead. I mean, they were you know coming into the game time. a big lead. I was I was shocked. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But then it seemed like the Broncos kind of got it moving a little bit, loosened up the middle a little bit with Owen Daniels, you know, and then they were able to run around the outside, and that, that was terrible. And then they were, like, gashing them with the run inside and then the outside. It's like that zone-blocking scheme and the pulling guard and tight end and stuff. They couldn't they couldn't figure that out, you know? They scored two touchdowns on that same play. Two? You know? what, third? The both C.J. Anderson yeah, yeah. touchdowns yeah, 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 were on yeah, yeah. that, yep. like, sweep left, you know? But... You know, and that, that Hillman, uh, he had a big run where he ran around, on, around the right, right side for the yep. first touchdown. So it was probably like the same play just to the other side, but. And then, you know, third quarter, it seemed like no team could score or move the football at all due to the conditions or whatever, snowy conditions, nobody not be the footing. Could, but but maybe, maybe, maybe the Pats defenders needed to get the same spikes that CJ Anderson had on because he seemed to be cutting on a dime. I know. You know? And he hasn't had a good season. You know, I don't know if you got him in fantasy, but he's been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <shook up. laughs> Not that I do. Not <laughs> that I do. I've just been noticing. But uh yeah, and then and then in the fourth, you know, there's that that money wheel route to uh Bolden, you know, that just we saw them score on earlier this year, I forget what game it was. It was nice but, to see Bolden. Yeah. Though. We're gonna see more of Bolden yeah. because yeah. I'm starting to share some of your fears. Okay, thank you. Yes. Thank you. With the Deion Lewis yes. injury, and now because it seems like the only guy that's running hot is Bolden. Yeah, well, because you ain't running
2: like a beast this year. No, he's not. And do you? But are you buying into the idea that we can't have Blunt unless uh, we have a, a change of pace, a, a James White, uh, a, a Bolden, uh, in having some success with that that third down back, as we might call them.
1: I mean, I guess so, but, you know, I mean, I think James White is serviceable in that role. It's just the case of LeGarrette's not running with the fight. Plus, I think Brandon Bolden's taking over that James White. I, I mean, I think, I, for some let's reason... Let's have Bolden take over LeGarrette Blount. Get him in there on first and second down and run it up inside with some fervor, you know?
2: You will see. I mean, I think I think uh, against Philly, the idea is I think it's, you're going to see some running. And it's certainly... Blunt hasn't been able to take over.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not all on Blunt because this interior offensive line, which I've been kind of lauding the entire season, they're not looking too good run blocking right now. You know, I think think the pass blocking they did okay, and towards the end of the game, not so much because they already got sacked and pressured there in overtime. But, well,
2: and, and he also, and, you know, a lot of uh, complaints back in Patriot Nation is, uh, you know, that fourth quarter drive where they thought they
1: should have been running the ball. And that well that's the thing. And that's like when you get into the end of the year, we say it all the time, it's kind of a cliche. You gotta be able to stop the run and run the football if you're gonna win in the playoffs and win when it's gold. And the Patriots didn't look good really doing either one of those. Right. You know, this past week. So that is slightly alarming. I'm gonna chalk it up to there was snow, so that's why they were able to get outside, maybe some slippery, but there were some bad angles taken by some defensive backs. Like on that first C.J. Anderson run, Logan, Ryan, and Chung both let him get outside of them. And then in the last one, yeah. too. But I'll Definitely. tell you what, take a look in that last one, because uh, in the in the overtime, because there is a bit of in a Harris. hold yeah. by, uh, I believe it was uh, Vernon Davis mm-hmm. on McCourty, mm-hmm. and he's reaching, and he's got him outside his shoulder pad and holds him in. Yeah. It was clearly more of a hold than say what Trey Jackson got whistled for or what Patrick Chung got whistled for with his defensive holding. Which that, was that's ridiculous. That was I mean, by letter of the law maybe it is. Yeah. But I, there's there's stuff going on that's not called in the league. Absolutely.
2: And by the way, on the Caldwell touchdown, there was hands to the face. Uh, uh I, I don't remember who the pass rusher was, but the the Bron- Broncos offensive lineman. I mean, it was hands to the, the, the face. Yeah. I mean,
1: I th- mean, still, that's like first and goal from the three, and you know, maybe they probably get in. But on the the chunk thing, I mean, that, that's a that, that branch sack yeah. makes it third and goal from like the nineteenth. You know, and it's like, and it, by
2: and by the way, because of suspect. some of these blown calls, and, be, and I think it all stems down to uh, now they're calling these uh, OPIs on on Gronkowski. Us as Patriots fans, we start to fine-tooth comb, like, all the plays. You
1: know what I mean? And so... Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. But also, I mean, even Collinsworth, who, you know, is a national broadcaster, not a local guy. He was even calling out. And he hasn't been the biggest pat... I mean, earlier in his broadcasting career, I kind of hated him. He was, he was kind of down on the pats. But I think he's such a front-runner. Once they went on a decade of dominance, he was he's just all about him. Now, so eh, he's okay, I guess, but <laughs> but he was Depends like on he, his legions. he was all over it. You know, he was like he was all he was like that grunt call was kind of suspect, the Patrick Chung call was suspect, and he, he made another point about another call, too.
2: Yeah, what about but, well, yeah, maybe the, the excessive timeout or what are we calling that? Oh, oh, oh what,
1: what on earth is that? An excess timeout, you just give the team an extra timeout. That's that's I've never heard of that. And it doesn't act like a real timeout where you have to snap the ball to get the play running again. They wind the well, clock, and you know that may be letter of law. But when you're announcing it to the stadium of what's happening, oh, we had to give them an excess timeout uh, because, and you're so verbose in your explanation, and then you leave out the fact that I will wind the clock once the ball is set.
2: Well, that's what Belichick was saying in his right. presser: was it is by the rule book, which you know, as Collinsworth pointed out, it's. Very thick. It's like the IRS IRS code. Like, um, but what Belichick was saying is there was no communication as to what happens. What's you know what proceeds this? Like, are we going to run the clock? Like, I mean, it was
1: yeah, because the paths probably would have taken a timeout. Janky, you know. But and and Brady's like probably under the assumption that okay, it's a timeout. It's not you know going to be snapped until. I mean, the, the clock's not going to wind until I snap it. So he's like sitting back there, and there's like 25 seconds left, and they wind the clock, and he's like, you know, doing his thing with the clock running that he right. thinks is stopped, and he doesn't even end up snapping until about 15 seconds left. Yeah, they probably lost two plays there. You know, if what? they get in field goal range, they might have an opportunity to take a couple shots to the end zone. You know, that's kind of garbage. Yeah, well, isn't that the same play
2: that he ended up passing it to LaFell and got out of bounds? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, in other teams like, say, Buffalo, would have imploded, okay? No question. Tom Brady cools a cucumber, comes back, finds LaFell, out of bounds. Let's bring in the legend we call Gostowski, okay? Okay. And did you for a minute think that he
1: was going to miss that? Because I didn't. No but i mean those are the things that happen and the things we have maybe take for granted and we become accustomed to when you have the best kicker in the game and the best qb to ever do it you know so those are things that we kind of you know
2: and by the way brady had a uh, he had a great game fantastic game i mean like with with listen i didn't know what we were in in store for with no. the injuries that we had but i was i was impressed
1: I mean, I I know we're a game plan and we don't believe in balance. It's all about that certain team, but I would like to be able to run the ball a little more effectively. I mean, especially oh, well
2: that's a hundred percent. Yeah, I. But I, you know, that's that's to be determined. I mean, I, again, I think that uh, we we start to see some like Bolden have success, then we will see Blunt have success. Mm-hmm. That will happen.
1: Yeah, I mean. I guess I mean I just think that offensive line has to come to play you know and like pass blocking as well as run blocking you know and I, I that's gonna kind of we got a couple of rookies in there you know starting you know I mean ju- they were jumbling around uh, what's his name Stork played the whole game at center you know But the, the gods were all jumping around. He had Klein in there, then he, and he had Shaq Mason in there, and he had Trey Jackson in there. Sometimes he had Shaq Mason as a fullback on some certain place. So they were juggling around. So, so there's a little uneasiness at that God spot, you know, right now. And I'm hoping because they're rookies, that's going to come. An offensive line gels, you know, and, and that happens throughout the season. It happened last year. We were a much better offensive line at the end of the season than we were at the beginning, well, and I'm just hoping that's the case again and this it year. It looks so. like
2: they signed a uh, running back. Uh, Trey Williams. Week, Trey Williams. Okay, yep. so maybe they're
1: maybe – Halfway. Uh, maybe they
2: are concerned about it a little bit, you know.
1: But before we go well, to that. have got get I, depth at that position, you know?
2: I just want to say uh, it was a question on uh, Twitter from uh, the at uh, fantasy stat guru. Ooh, yeah. all right. Maybe you should ask him a few questions. Sounds like you need some help. I'm already there. out
1: of it. So, yeah, I'm about four weeks too late on asking him the questions. Well, you could ask me. I'm 11 and 1.
2: Hey, oh. That's one league. The other league you don't want to know about. Okay. It. I actually got a tie. And in, 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 in you go by decimal point and we got a tie. How amazing is that? It's pretty good, right? <laughs> Yeah,
1: hit us, hit us up in the yeah, comments section. You guys should do that. We're thinking about actually moving the show to early in the week. Uh, let us know if you kind of like the midweek format. Hit us up in the comments section on YouTube. You can find us on iTunes. And, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. You know, let us know if we're doing a good job. See if you like the midweek format where it's kind of like a recap slash preview show. Or do you want it a little closer to game time and, uh, have it more of a recap of the game? Uh, Let us know about that. But what did Fantasy Stats Guru have to tell us? Because he tweeted you at what's your tweet at?
2: At Jay Shirella, at letter J, C-H-E-R-E-L-L-A. And you
1: can tweet him during the show if you have something you guys want to ask us and uh, steer our or a list conversation in a different direction. What do you have to say for us?
2: Well, he was just wondering, you know. It's got to be about the officials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd you guess? Right? <laughs> uh, he, did you see the non-calls? What are your opinions? Uh, I mean, to me, the, the, the biggest non-call to me, I mean, uh, to me, to, I saw more calls Right. Necessarily the non calls. Uh, but I do agree with him and I think maybe um he was talking about the hands to the face on the Caldwell uh um touchdown. Okay. And I also think one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest, was in going. overtime yeah. on Lafell by Akib Talid. Old friend Akib Talib, Our old friend Akib Talib. Now that got that, number twelve hot. That I think that was the that was the straw that broke the camel's back mentally, I think, for uh For Brady and just for Belichick, I mean, they, those guys. He's never broken
1: mentally. He was. He's never. He he was pissed, and he he was letting him have it all night. You know, there there was there was a few times he was all he was all over him on that Gronk when he Gronk on that offensive pass interference call because that's with about five minutes left. You know that would have converted a third and five. You know, but the Pats they missed opportunities. You know, all game. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. You know, that, that Chandler Jones stripping Hillman and, like, Akeem Hicks in the uh, second quarter, he can't, like, recover that fumble, you know. And, you know, that's a missed opportunity. They muffed a punt. and Bostick was in an opportunity where he couldn't. And a turning point when we were uh, – Pats were up 21-7 was that hopper muff. And, and then it just seemed like everything went downhill after that. Yeah, it did. You it know? did go
2: downhill from that point on. hmm That was –
1: oof. That's why he was waived the next day. In that, L- later days. Did you see that he was signed? Yeah. he's re-signed the back to yeah. <laughs> the that, That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> hey, it's he like,
2: basically, hey, let's we're going to see you go out there. Oh, nobody wants you? Yeah, come on now back there, son. Come on back. Grab your cleats and uh, get back out there and start working on some punt returns. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, and, and, like, I was chirping, uh, um, you know, about getting that kid back there for some kicks, you know? Because well, yeah, a is couple so, weeks ago,
2: you were like, get on the hopper train.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Evidently, he can't catch punts, yeah. so that's why he's not back there. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of, you know, that, that was kind of a turning you know what? point. It's an game. unfortunate, you know?
2: it's an unfortunate, uh,
1: experience
2: for a rookie.
1: Yeah. I mean, because, because that's, you know, it gives them pretty good, uh, field position there. They end up getting get oh, yeah. the pats like 35 ish, you know, and then, uh, then the pass looked like they were going to stop him. Then that third and six, pass blitz. They did a good job picking it up, and then gassed, Sanders gassed them for like a twenty yard pass. So, and then on the next play was when Chung let old dude get outside of him. Uh, Chung, Chung though he, he has he has impressed me last couple of weeks in his pass coverage where they're really asking him to cover that slot guy. He's really good, but uh, he's usually a really short tackler. But you know there was some suspect angles taken by him and Ryan. Uh, definitely on that I th- first CJ innocent. I, I run. thought
2: I thought Ryan played pretty well. I, I he, think was he was great against the, the pass, high-
1: but his run support yeah. suspect on that on that CJ innocent first one especially. The the next one just seemed to be blocked really good. And you got to give Osweiler credit. Oh, you know, I man. mean, he checked to that play. You know, that wasn't the original play. And he checked that, and that, that takes takes a lot of stones for a, for a kid who uh, is making his third. You don't start, look good you know? for that kid, you know. I, I, well, you know that's what I was thinking too. But then you know, after they went ahead, the dude was like celebrating like it was nineteen ninety nine on the Wolf. sidelines, and I was just like, "Taste it." He left too much time well, on the
2: clock. Of course, he, I mean, he's celebrating.
1: He's playing the Patriots. Yeah. Okay.
2: Like this is this is his Super Bowl. Yeah. You know.
1: That's true. That's true. But uh, also some big penalties. Uh, maybe one we didn't mention, uh, the Trey Jackson one that eliminated that 50-yard bomb to Keyshawn Martin Oof. on third and 11. That one would have been huge. But you you look at that hold, and that hold was not as blatant as, say, somebody tweeted out the hold on uh, Easley. Um, on it's going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, where it's like Osweiler making a pass, and in the background you see like easily rushing. He's got some dude's arm around his neck, and I am not sure what play that's on, but so, somebody tweeted it. Right. You are a Twitter guy; you can find it. But it's like so blatant that it's like wow, you know? I mean, because the 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 Trey Jackson one, it's like okay, yeah. The guy Von Miller's coming in, he kinda gets an arm outside of the shoulder pads and I know that's a bad ball, you whistle it and stuff, but it wasn't a clothesline where you're entirely in back of the guy like you this, know, this I, is on the of
2: Football, unlike some other sports, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to this penalty situation, you of know? Of course, yeah. Of and, course. And it makes it tough. It makes it really tough. And and quite honestly, if you are in fact onto something here with the NFL playing a little puppeteer situation, it seems like an easy sport to do that. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It seems like an easy sport to do. To it. hide
1: that. Yeah, I mean, and you know, just little things, too. Like, something I wanted to bring up last week in the Buffalo game, okay? And th- this is just like, it just struck me as a little funny, okay? Brady's over there chewing out the offensive line, and he is using no shortage of F-bombs. Mm-hmm. The, the telecast usually cuts away from such things, okay? They stayed him on there and he dropped a few F bombs. And later in the game, he's, uh, you know, dropping a couple of snort rockets, you know, off to the side. Yeah, yeah, and those <laughs> that's also something they, uh, you know, kind of cut away from. But like, you know, two snort rockets, both nostrils, they stayed on there for. And I'm wondering if this isn't the puppeteer in the background trying to tarnish the golden boy image of number 12. You know? I th- oh,
2: well, I think 100%. Like, in some ways, like, for sure. Could be something. Yeah, it, it absolutely could be something. I mean, to me, it's like, you went against... You basically...
1: How can such a petty man make $45 million a you year? You threw up the
2: gloves with Goodell. You did that. So... Th- yeah, and He's so, a fan of the
1: show, too, so he's, he's going to be the listener.
2: Yeah. I mean, Goodell doesn't play the game, so there's only one way. He's I mean, he, he's going to go after ta- – he tarnished Goodell's reputation. I mean, that was I easy, mean, easily actually, tarnishable. let me rephrase that. Yeah. T- uh, Goodell tarnished his own reputation. Uh, absolutely. Only Brady ex- it just put a spotlight on shed it. Shed a little yeah, light. Yeah, he's a little light. Shedding a little light. So – uh, yeah, so that's his... I mean, uh, yeah. One
1: one thing we do have to shed a little light on is the suspect play calling. Uh, and, you know, obviously, maybe it's because we weren't running the ball that effectively, but sometimes you just have to run blunt up there, take a yard and a half, and keep that clock Are running. Are you going
2: to talk about that fourth quarter? Yes. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay? Right. I mean, but, you know, because with 252 left, okay, yeah, they're on the Pats, a first and 10 on their own 40, Okay. And Denver's got one timeout, okay, and they pass the ball, okay. Do do you and do you know what pass that was? That's the one Gronk gets hurt on. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah. So it's like just running up there two yards in a cloud of dust. They use their timeout or they don't use that timeout. Well, they only got one. They got the two minute warning. You can give it back to a young kid Osweiler with about. On the other side of the two-minute warning with about 150 to play and 83 yards to go as opposed to... I mean, granted, it was kind of a moot point because he kind of traversed the field in about two plays. And it was lucky he did that because we had time on the clock to go get Kaskowski. But we're going to have to be able to run the ball when we're running that four-minute offense. That's true. We're going to have to be able to run the
2: ball. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But there was no indication of that in that game that we were going to be able to run the ball. So... I'm not going to second guess his his uh, decision, in, uh, ever. Honestly, he's he's done. He's had enough success in in, in years of of play calling. Talking that, about like, McDaniel's, I, I'm, yeah, McDaniel's. I think had a great game plan in that game overall. I mean, he exploited the linebackers. He knew what he had for weapons, and he went. He attacked what he could, and I thought him and Brady did a great job. So when it comes down to the fourth quarter, if he completes that pass to Gronkowski, no one's talking about this, and it's kind of like well, you back to that Indianapolis game when he, you know, tried to get that first down with Falk. You're like, yeah, we that was the last time I think we really questioned, and this is now coming back. So to me, I mean, if that's the last time we question, it and this is the next time, I'm fine with it. Like. You went to Gronkowski. You went to the best player on your team. You went to your best player to try to win that game. Tom Brady to Gronkowski. That's what you attempted to do. And I, I, you know what? I'm fine with that. And I get it. You're going to both tell me, well, why couldn't we do that on second down? Because we did it on a first because that's why Denver wouldn't expect it either
1: well i mean it's also like they're forcing us to do that i mean they're stacking the box and that's the read when you read the defense you should check to over. but sometimes when you're in that four minute you know offense like you even if they got it stacked they're in like a goal line to make you not run sometimes you just gotta run it up in there and do the best you can to keep it Ask pete carroll <laughs> oh no uh, but uh, oh, you know no. we just run it right up in there you know <laughs> but oh, I mean man.
2: more so than anything we're talking about play calling here can, can you please explain to me why we attempted to hit Chandler down the sidelines like four times
1: we completed a bunch of those but it was the same
2: deal it's it's the linebacker,
1: linebacker. If they're covering with a linebacker one on one versus tight end or versus running back, he's exploiting those those matchups, and that's what he was doing with Golden
2: well, Gronkowski, Chandler. Uh, but all night. that's fine. But I don't know the Chandler is faster than a
1: linebacker. But he's more physical, you know, right. and he he you know he might be more. and he's taller, you know, mm. and he he knows how to get open. Does well, he? There's very few linebackers in this league Does he? that are really good at covering. You know, especially when you gotten a guy that's, you know, maybe got four inches on you. Eh. What, you thought some of those were bad calls? I was also, uh, on that last Well, no, I
2: don't think they were bad calls. I just feel like it was forced. Yeah. Forced, and it's like, okay, well, he's not, I mean.
1: The one-on-one coverage, it's not like they were forcing into double double coverage, you know. But, you know, uh, he hooked up with them a couple times on that last, that last, uh. Yeah, but now, I, I'm
2: talking about that deep sideline pass. He was running up sidelines like yeah. you. You, it'd be a flyer, you know. Like and I was like, okay, eh, yeah. that's what we got right now. I'll I'll roll with it, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, like we say, it's in front of us. We win all the rest of the games. We get the number one seat. Yeah. You know, we win all but one. Then we're in a tie. We lose a tiebreaker if Denver can win all the rest of theirs. But still in the driver's seat. Control your own destiny. Turn the page. It's on to Philadelphia.
2: Yes. And by the way, the best team, the best record in team sports since Kraft took over, Patriots.
1: Boom. Nice. Pretty incredible, nice right? Nice little tidbit there. Yeah, you, got, you got some numbers for me on that?
2: You want the record? No. Yeah. no. Okay. Just take Thanks. it as the best team in sports, okay? way to Way to bring Just, it
1: halfway home. No. Just take, nice job, You take
2: you, takeaway here, best team in sports, okay? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> So not only did the uh the 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 pats pick up uh, Trey Williams a running back, they also got some depth at that wide receiver spot in Damaris Johnson so yeah. uh, a guy that can return kicks have kind of a small guy fast. Uh, he was with Philadelphia for a year or so, and then with Houston as well. Mm-hmm. So, we get these guys from Houston. Yeah, this,
2: it took a good, kind of a trade thing, you know? I mean, it's, we, we share.
1: Yeah, and they Familia, familiar, you know, he's kind of coming in with the leg off, kind of knowing our offense a little bit because of old Billy O'Brien down there. That's
2: going to be an interesting game, by the way. Houston's have hot lately. They're coming up in
1: a couple weeks. We'll... But as fans, in the line of Bella and we don't look forward to that. We're looking at one team right now, Philadelphia Eagles. Is Chip Kelly still the coach? Okay, he is still. Is oh, he the didn't coach. get fired this week. No. Oh, okay. And I, I think he's going to be the coach next season too. No, he's going to be at USC. No way. He's, he's going to be the coach of the Eagles next year. They just gave him the keys to the castle. I feel like he's trying to get fired so he can take the USC job. Uh, he should be. I don't think so. Oh, okay. he, he's a East Coast an he, he's Coast guy. He's not really you know. He's he's not looking to leave the East Coast. Let me, I, you know, let's do that. Plus, they just gave him, you know, he, he has two 10 win seasons. Then they gave him the keys, like, okay, shop for your groceries, sell apples, whatever, yeah. you know, do all that stuff. You've got to give the guy, as a full control, more than one season to make it happen for you. And sometimes you have to make a step back to it's a a yeah.
2: Honestly, I I Honestly, mean, I'm kidding here. I actually like Chip Kelly, and I wish. Him to do well, and I'd like to see him in the league. To be honest with you, he coached at UNH, and so I, you yeah. know, I like I like his roots. Okay? I, I
1: like that too. I agree. I just want him to start in two weeks. Yeah, two,
2: not this week. Yeah. By the way, I mean, because like the he's problem that for him, offense that could just click at any time. Uh, yes, they could. You know what I'm saying? Click at any time, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, where's this team been? And I'll tell you what. The, unfortunately for him, it needs to start this week. They got torched for two weeks in a row, so. This, I don't.
1: yeah so and that's 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 what I'm a little worried about just because of the fact that NFL players when they get absolutely lit up you know they have a certain sense of pride they're going to come back you yes. know and they're also coming off a long week because they played on Thanksgiving Pats are coming off a short week playing Monday night so or Sunday night so it's like hmm I'm a little uneasy on that a little uneasy but uh, luckily, we have the best head coach of all time and the best quarterback of all times to uh, to pin our hopes <laughs> on, which is good. And you know what else is good? At practice today, yep. in limited fashion, yep. Dante Hightower and, and Jamie Collins. So I would think that like, Dante Hi- – I mean, they don't come any tougher than Dante Hightower. I mean, you see that play. What's his name? Takes out his knee. And then, like, one of their tight ends, Virgil Green, I think. And then, like – Chung like falls right on top of it right after. Yeah. It's like oh, I was like, but luckily, yeah. it much like the uh, knee, the Gronk knee yeah. injury. It's uh, it looked a little worse than it long, probably. is. How many is. weeks do you think Gronk's out? I, I mean, would, I would say this week and next, next week, week at least. But if they have to keep him out the rest of the year to make him home for the playoffs, I'm fine. Well, and I feel that about
2: everybody. And I, I agree. And now that we got the one loss. Okay, now that the undefeated season's over, and this yeah. is to your favor, because I know you've been w- waiting for them to I've lose. I've been wanting that, yeah. And I have not, but, like, okay. Ever I understand not. your point here. But now that we do have that loss, I feel like, fine. Like, this is the idea. Like, Gronk is ready to go in two weeks? Hold him another week. There's no reason to rush him back. Yeah. That guy needs to be healthy. And that goes for, like... Believe send- me, his dad will
1: keep him out. If yeah. He's not 100%. <laughs> you know, he'll send out a tweet or whatever it is they do. But, um... So just looking at Philadelphia, I had to like double check their record. I think, are they four and seven? Cause the way Belichick was talking to him about today, it was on I mean, He was lauding about their special teams, how that was ridiculous and like how much depth they have at the skill positions, all that stuff. And there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, absolutely. I think their offensive line is suspect. And I think this, this Patriots pass rush that really showed a lot this past weekend. Yep. Is is it have to, has to be the key again. Alan yeah. well, branch starting to rush the passer a little bit. He's in, been kind of a rush and run stuffer, but listen, they got McCoy. I mean, I, mean, I
2: think that they have to be. Uh, I mean, McCoy. I mean, Tomacomari. They have to be <laughs> uh, a good run D. I mean, they're going to run the ball. So, yeah.
1: I mean, got to be able to stop the run if you're going to win on the playoffs. I mean,
2: I, I think that's their strength to some extent. The the, the Eagles. So, but again, pass D. Sam Bradford
1: back a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of a two-headed monster, whether it's Sam Bradford or whether it's Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. You know, neither one of them really strikes fears in the heart.
2: No, but, you know, it comes down to it's that team that all of a sudden, it's when are they going to wake up? And when they do, you're like, God damn, this offense is good. You know, that's one week that's going to happen. Just hope it's not this week. Right,
1: right, right. Well, I think we covered it, man. You know? We're thin at wide receivers, but what are you going to do? You know? Just That's come right. back next week and play the game. That's right. He's Jason. I'm Mike. This has been Patriots Rap 360. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Please tune, tune in next week for another edition. Go Pats. R.I.P.
0: Losky.